0: welcome to twinning it the podcast that delves into the nitty-gritty of parenting twins i'm Alison perry author of omg it's twins and mum of preschooler girl twins and i'm jenna good journalist and mum of toddler boy girl twins we know what a challenge it can be to raise twins so join us as we speak to experts and other twin mums to get answers to all of those burning questions Welcome back to another episode of Twinning It. Today we're talking to Karen Edwards, aka Travel Mad Mum, on Instagram. Karen has four children, including toddler twins. So to say she has her hands full is an understatement. But this hasn't stopped her from traveling, and they're currently living in Sri Lanka.
1: Yes, she's always making us wildly jealous with her photos of turquoise seas, but still keeps it real by letting us know the highs and lows of her travel with her little ones, especially when it comes to unique challenges that come up with twins, especially when they're toddlers. Welcome to the podcast, Karen. Thanks so much for being here today.
2: Thank you so much for inviting me. I think like what you guys are doing in terms of having conversations about twins is so interesting. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited to chat about this.
0: (laughs) So how
2: are you doing today
0: like what time is it over in Sri Lanka and what's your day been like so far
2: um so it's like 2 30 p.m or uh, we've been up since probably about six which is not too bad um and we had the two older children went off to school you know what it's like a fuffle in the morning trying to get people out the door it's no different in Sri Lanka um and the twins were up one of them is a bit on the lazy side and she normally has a lion in in the mornings and I usually (laughs) am a bit naughty and use that card and stay with her because she's still breastfeeding and co-sleeping but um this morning she didn't do that so we've all been up since bright and early and uh, I work from home um uh, on the blogs that I have and so I've been in and out of my little office where I'm sitting now breastfeeding helping with lunches and naps, and all of that with our child minder who's here with us
1: Wow well that's great to hear that you've got a childminder because that must really help juggle everything that you've got going on. Um, So how long have you been in Sri Lanka for now?
2: Yeah so we've been here for uh, five months now so we had originally moved to when we left the UK basically 2021 after um, Covid because uh, we had some crazy plans to travel through uh, Europe in a camper van that we had just renovated but that's didn't work out because of COVID. It's now currently in storage in the UK and at a time we thought what can we do to keep our life a bit interesting (laughs) because we've sold our house and we live in a campsite in London. Um, Wow. (laughs) So what can we do to keep it real and uh, I guess just have a new base. So we ended up in Abu Dhabi mainly because my brother had lived there and both my brother and I are both nurses um, and he basically found like a great job for me to apply for. So we Moved there, not knowing that we had two stowaways on board. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, which was they weren't planned. Um, Love them as, as I do, but they weren't planned. <laughs> uh, and so we moved to Abu Dhabi for a really great job that I was offered, and I uh, kind of went into that not knowing that I was going to end up being a mom of four. <laughs> sort of, uh, you know, a few months into that new role. Um, so obviously, when we then had four children, I'd given birth in another country and I was trying to manage a job in the Arab world where, you know, the expectations of work are very different um, and, you know, they want your heart and soul. Uh, we decided that that wasn't for us at this point in our life. And we thought, where can we go? We literally pulled out a map and looked and saw Sri Lanka was nearby and kind of, you know, similar vibes to Bali, I guess, um, and decided we'd come here because it wasn't too far away. So, wow. so you're not
0: doing nursing now you're, you're working from home you mentioned so I guess that's quite a big adjustment for you because from what I've seen of you on social media um, you, you know nursing was a big part of your life
2: Mm, yeah and I'm struggling with that to be honest like I've never fully let go of the, the nursing life when I've maybe been able to you know with um with my website and things doing quite well I've just never been able to fully do it because I do feel like it's still a big part of my life and I'm not sure I'll even fully let go of it now um but for this point in my life where I have two toddlers it's just working quite nicely now um But yeah, I I don't know. I think I probably will go back at some point. Um, I enjoy it. And I like really worked hard to get to where I was in my career. I was quite senior. um, And so I just don't really want to completely give up on us.
1: Yeah. And and is your husband able to work in Sri Lanka as
2: well? Uh, So we both just work online on our websites at the moment. Uh, We have three. Um, Some are shared with other people. But between us, we kind of uh, run them together. You're like digital nomads,
1: basically. Yeah, with basically, four yeah. children,
2: <laughs> <laughs> basically.
1: Wow. I mean, i've I've always loved travelling. And um, before I had children, everything I travelled around the world a few times. And um, yeah, love the sound of Sri Lanka. I never actually got to go there. I did go to Bali though, so that was lovely. Um, and I always thought when I had twins like that would be something I would love to do. i just imagine myself in a floaty dress on the beach with these lovely children, you know, playing quietly while I, <laughs> you know, had some sangria or carver or whatever. And um, yeah, that I realised is definitely not the reality when you're travelling with twins. I actually found the trips that I've been on, um, just short haul trips so far, quite. Overwhelming at times. Obviously, you don't have the break of them going to nursery or anything anymore. And even just Mm -hmm. getting on the plane with all the luggage and holding them and their tantrums and they're tired and they're hungry. And it's just a lot to deal with. It's actually got easier since they've got a bit older, even just going from like two to three. Um, I found them being a little bit less crazy. Um, But yeah, just what would you say to other twin mums, maybe with toddlers and children your age um, about? why you should still go traveling and not be scared about it
2: (laughs) yeah I think like you know my husband is amazing he's really hands-on so that's really helpful that we're both kind of like we're totally a team I don't think I could do it otherwise I was actually speaking to a friend Uh, she lives in New Zealand yesterday and she wants to travel home with her twin babies plus a toddler to the UK by herself with potentially I think it's the help of her brother who I'm not sure she knows the if he knows the children well or not. But I just just thought, she asked me for tips and I was like, oh, okay. What are my actual tips? Because I really don't know. Usually it's just about survival, right? Yeah. Um, but I think like I have to say living in Sri Lanka I find I don't know whether it's just me being quite hormonal but I just feel like I'm constantly got like this menstrual sweat on me you know and I find actually the whole heat and dealing with the twins because that's you know what it's like with twins it's very sweat inducing you're always hot and bothered and I feel like the weather just does not help me in that respect whatsoever so I think like one of the things is to choose a climate which is like you know comfortable um, but not like having loads of layers for for the kids and everything thing um like it is hard work I'm not gonna lie <laughs> I'm just like you know it's all about preparation but also having good help as well um and lots of snacks for any hungry kids uh and I I don't know like I don't, <laughs> like it is hard work I'm not gonna like you know sugar yeah that. Um, but
1: but it, but the rewards are worth it I guess
2: yeah, I, I yes. So so. <laughs> you're, not, you're not selling this. <laughs> I know, I know it, it, it is. But I think like, you know, here is not entirely easy. Like like that's the reality of it because it's a third world country or a developing country, however you may want to say it. And so there's not like these lovely play areas that we can go to and, you know, things that keep it easy. So I'm, I'm not going to sort of promote traveling to places like here with small toddler twins because it's not really that easy to be honest but i think going to places um that are well set up you know that have all those sort of um play areas and things like that that you can utilize to burn off some energy um like here again it's not easy to come across like a high chair for example when we're out and about and, and we struggle to to get some online um here because they don't they stopped all imports and things so if you are going to come somewhere like this for the you know for a short whole i'm sure it's fine i've been here five months now so it's been a bit of a challenge um, but i think being really prepared with everything that you could possibly think of like even you know your baby food um your um your your, your strap on high chairs or whatever it might be to keep it as easy as possible really um but then like, then there's always the easier destination options which i i think i'm just craving at the moment to be honest.
0: Yeah, well, that's reassuring to yeah. know because I'm like, I'm all about easy. Any If, if we're going to go away, it needs to be easy. So it's reassuring that even you crave that, Karen. Also, it was, I was really yeah. interested to hear you say that I've never heard anyone give the tip, the travel tip of go somewhere that isn't too hot, but isn't too cold when you're with kids. So it's almost like you need to do a bit of a search for where is like 21 degrees, 22 degrees. You know, the kids can play out with just like one layer on. But it's not going to be you're not going to be sweating buckets running around after them. That's to me, I feel yeah. like that that's a genius tip. That's so clever.
1: <laughs> it is. Yeah, because as well, um, that sort of ties in with going out of season, which is what you can do. Or even, yeah, when, when they're not needing to go to school and stuff,
2: exactly. you know, you can go
1: on those shoulder seasons, which is what I like doing with the twins. We went to um, Lanzarote recently. And it was just like, you know, 20 degrees, like you're saying. So it wasn't too hot. I wasn't too hot and bothered running after them. Um, mm. But we still got to go outside and enjoy the playgrounds. And um, we stayed at uh, H10 Lanzarote Garden Suites, which is so set up for babies and toddlers. And it actually made it like a nice holiday rather than being too stressed. Um, yeah. so yeah 100% you just got to go for what is it, as easy as you you can make it so it doesn't become harder than being at home
2: <laughs> yeah exactly and I think just like you know for us here as well like we can't take a stroller outside even though we've got the ones with the big massive wheels Um, again just somewhere that you can make it easy again so they're not like always on you because at the moment we they're always on us when we go outside we never get time where they're not stuck to us you know in a carrier yeah. so I think that's also important is just having like the ability to go out for a walk in in a, in a stroller
0: um now Karen I followed you on Instagram for a long time I think since the date since you just had one child never mind four children um and I remember reading Mm -hmm. your blog posts and Instagram posts about how you used your maternity leaves to go traveling now we've heard from Jenna um what her expectation was of you know before she had children how she imagined traveling with them would be versus the reality how was that for you so when Mm -hmm. you went on that first maternity leave with your daughter and you were traveling I can't remember where you went now but was it was it how you imagined or was it harder
2: yeah so uh with our first child we went uh backpacking around southeast asia for a few months and then with the second child uh we went did, did a bit more adventurous and we did the pan-american highway on a maternity leave from canada down to argentina um i think ultimately again <laughs> i like hot and you know you're you've always got them on you. Um but I think the first trip definitely gave me the confidence to to kind of do something a bit more bold the second time. And looking back we just had such incredible time together where we didn't have a household to manage. We didn't have any dishes to do we didn't have to cook most of the time because we could afford to eat out. We were traveling around Southeast Asia where it was very affordable. Um, I feel like our daughter became very social from that. Um, also she could get bored easily uh, afterwards i think you know where if we did try and stay in the house for a few hours uh, all hell would break loose and that's still the case today with most of them because they're so used to being out on the go um yeah it was hard like a lot of people say to me oh my gosh i look at you you have four kids and it looks so hard and, but i remember having one and that felt hard you know it doesn't matter how many kids you have it always feels you know a bit stressful having someone else to look after and attend to because you're not just free are you so it doesn't matter if you've got one or ten <laughs> in my opinion really um but yeah you know it was it had tough times where it was you know we wouldn't we were getting used to trying to work around going to bed really early for example because we're staying in a hotel room. and but we learned a lot from that trip I think which was great um and gave us a lot of confidence to travel until the until this day really
1: yeah do you find that having older siblings helps with looking after the twins as well or are they not interested
2: no they're very they're very good like sometimes my 5 year old can be a bit rough which you know you're like a little bit tense about us. Um my my is eight and she's amazing. She's a really great help, but I'm also very conscious not to push too much um responsibility onto her because I was the eldest of four children and I felt like I had to grow up very early. Um, even though there was sort of ten years between myself and my youngest sibling, I think there was a lot of responsibility put on my shoulders to help with the kids back in nineteen early nineteen nineties in Ireland, you know, when there wasn't really anything to do. My mum really needed my help. So I don't know, I feel a little bit i don't know, I felt a bit resentful of that growing up, I guess um because I was always needed, and i really conscious not to put that on her, even mm-hmm. though she is a fantastic help, you know oh bless her,
1: mm-hmm. um yeah, and you mentioned recently on an Instagram post how um having two siblings different ages um was very different to having twins. Um, you know you were, I think you were saying that your your parents maybe had not really realized how different that would be. Yeah. Is that because you felt like there were some unique challenges with having two the same age? Just interested to to know from your point of view having experienced both um what what that is.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think like just the ability to be able to put a child down and put them standing for a minute, um, whilst you attend to a baby, or being able to converse with them that I need to help this other child for a minute and do their nappy or give them a snack, just wait. Like where they're the same age and they don't they don't have that same understanding, yes. Um they they both need attending to at the same time and it's very difficult. I think as well, like two babies crying at the one time you know when you hear this term crying it out yeah you don't have a choice as a twin mom yeah you don't have that choice they have to learn to to you know to wait a minute regardless of the crying is nothing you can do about it yeah um yeah. whereas when you've got two children at a different age you know even if there's a year or two you should be able to do some conversing with the older one to say can you just hold on a minute i'm just going to do a b and c and they usually understand but that's not possible with twins
0: yeah, I have to say it was it was it was really reassuring to read that post. Like as someone who's, I even I've got an older child, but I've never had children of different ages until the twins came along. If that makes sense, so I have nothing to compare this yeah. to really. I've never had siblings of different ages, um, and so in my head, I, I've spent I spend a lot of time thinking, is it harder? Almost like gaslighting myself. Like, is it harder, yeah. or are you just a bit tired today, or you know? So seeing you talk about it in such clear way a clear way describing it I was like oh okay like almost give 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 me permission to accept that it's
2: hard like (laughs) this is a hard job you know raising twins it is it is it's very different and you know my mom as I say was a mom of four as well and um, they just thought it was sort of chaos when they came to stay with us. It wasn't. I mean, our our house was chaos when we were growing up. I think we were all quite rough with one another, to be honest, at times. And <laughs> you know, it's just my mom's like where do you start what do you do and my mom's very hands on and helpful but she's like what what do I do here what should I do like (laughs) she she was
0: lost yeah so you know it's that it's it's so reassuring I always think traveling being able to travel to places whether that's getting in the car to a car um, you know um, a caravan in Cornwall or doing a long-haul flight it's about so many variables it's like how chilled your kids are um how used to, to traveling they are like obviously your your children are very used to it now um how resilient the parents are you know your ability to cope with things going wrong your ability to block out other you know judging glances from other passengers on the plane or other hotel guests or whatever it is um would you agree with that and do you think that you as a family have all of those magic ingredients or do you
2: think that you're just winging it so it's interesting how you talk about the formula like again I'll go back to the fact that I'm one of four and I feel like um, I grew up in a madness. So I kind of expected that. Whereas my husband was a third child with 12 year gap between him and his next brother. Um, and he was a total surprise uh, to his mom in the mid, th- in, his, in her mid thirties. So he basically grew up as a child on his own really at home because the other two had kind of done their thing with that he has not experienced that madness as a child, and he really struggles with the chaos of it sometimes. And he always says that he one of the things he always says to me is, "You are used to this chaos." I am um, like, "I am not. <laughs> it's just like, I am used to uh, to this chaos. This is a bit different with twins." Um, but I say, uh, on the whole, I have quite a bit of stamina to deal with it. Maybe a little bit more than him, um, and we just try our best. As much as days are difficult when we travel, uh, I try to just kind of laugh at the madness. <laughs> i don't know
0: what else to do i saw you say on instagram that you just get this like nervous laughter where you just you get the giggles but rather than getting like stressed
2: yeah when i'm tired I, I laugh a lot it's the most stupid thing or also when i'm hung over i also do that <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so I, I don't know what it is i just kind of try and laugh it off because what else can you do but that doesn't mean i don't get like really stressful moments and things um but yeah, I, I, I always slightly strict with our kids probably a little bit, to be honest, to get them to conform. Because again, what else can you do? Um, but it's definitely like an extra layer of madness of having just two children of different ages, like a toddler maybe and one a little bit older. Because you can't really spend that time talking to each individual one about, I need you to do this. It's just like, it feels like it's just a constant barrage of noise from all four. Um, so it's just kind of like, sitting through us, um and for the most part I can ignore people when they give me the odd look I might be like a little bit like what are they saying <laughs> but I'm usually pretty distracted by what I'm trying to deal with um but yeah I think yeah. my the main ingredient as you say is like um I think I have an, I have the stamina to deal with it for the most for the most yeah part, you must
1: say. you must have a lot of energy I think um as an individual <laughs> So um so the twins are like 14 months now are they or 15 months Yeah now? they are
2: coming up now to about 16 months almost oh 16 months so yeah. where have you traveled with them in that time Um when they were about 4 months old we traveled from Abu Dhabi to Switzerland with them and did a camper trip around Switzerland that was Oh my goodness lovely that was really nice um it was hard work in the evenings i found because they were in the carrier all day. We'd go out hiking. I'd breastfeed them. And they, that was easy. Um, but it was when we got back to the camper van in the evenings, that was quite tough. Trying to do baths, trying to do dinners um, in a small space. Uh, that, was, that was challenging for sure. Um, where else have we been? We've been back to the UK to see family and friends uh, a, a couple of times. And we've been to Oman. Um, and obviously now we've been to Sri Lanka as well
1: well is there a certain time you think that it's easier to travel with twins like so you mentioned travelling with them when they were 4 months to Switzerland mm-hmm. that to me just sounds mind boggling <laughs> but i guess they sleep a
2: lot at that age and they're exactly, a bit more amenable yeah. yeah yeah i think um the younger they are the easier um to be honest i think when it starts getting to the point where they're moving around that's a bit more difficult um, and I feel like from experience from the other two children, that by the time we get to eighteen months, it's the hardest sort of i would say the peak uh yeah. the peak difficulty of travelling with kids is around eighteen months until about three and a half I would say it's funny, isn't it because I think
0: I think that you know I listen to you saying that, and I'm like, yeah, that makes so much sense, but then also, I think a lot of it has to do with the how you are feeling, so I know that when so when my twins were four months old, I was offered a trip to Dubai. And before I gave birth to them, this was offered to me, and I was like, oh, yeah, I could probably do that, you know, like when they're four months Mm -hmm. old. Like you say, they're small, they're portable. And then we didn't didn't do it for various reasons. But when they were four months old, I remember thinking, oh, my goodness, like I'm barely keeping my shit together here. There is no way I would be able to (laughs) hop on an Emirates flight to Dubai with these babies. Like I was just a complete hormonal mess still. So you know it's it's not just about the babies is it it's about you and your recovery from birth and all of that kind of stuff as well
2: yeah definitely a lot of people talk about um how they you know I remember kind of being quite quick to come around from my c-section things people say oh my gosh I wasn't out of bed for weeks afterwards and I think everybody's just a bit different in that respect, don't they like I've always been kind of like just get up and get out um and I guess I get a bit of that from my mum I remember when I gave birth she's always come and helped out with the babies. uh And she's always just like, come on, get up, put your makeup on, have a shower, let's go. And so I've just kind of followed that motto, I guess, always. Um, Just get on with it, really.
1: (laughs) And have you had any um, travel nightmares that you could
2: share with us? Um, Many. I mean, like, I feel as well with uh, the twins now, my mind is just so much more occupied. And the other week we were planning to go to the Maldives, actually, we've been to recently with family as well um it's only an hour away from where we are so we haven't just like gone on a luxurious trip it's literally no, an hour, it's an amazing, hour away. just down the road yeah yeah so we had I had thought that I had booked exact same flight as my parents uh they were going on at 7 30 and bearing in mind Columbia Airport was like two three hour drive um and, and I just hadn't checked all the details and actually we weren't on until the afternoon flight so I got everybody up in the middle of the night everyone was well annoyed with (laughs) mum including my husband um and then we got to the airport we queued up everyone was a bit obsessed that we weren't getting on the plane with nanny and poppy um and that's just something I keep doing is I keep messing up things with um the details because I'm so distracted with everything like it's simple but I I do it all the time now uh, my husband's like getting more and more angry with me about it. Everybody's like, this happens <laughs> every time now. I'm like, well, actually, why does it happen with me all the time? Because I'm always the one to book. You need to book sometimes or actually check the details. So that's one thing. But obviously you've got all of your nightmares with poos and tantrums and all of those things that happen every time. <laughs> every time yes. there's something like that, there's an explosion or someone's had a meltdown or an accident seems to be, a reoccurring theme where someone needs stitches or something just before we go away or someone gets sick or something yeah it happens yeah. all the time now I guess it,
1: it sounds really bad when you think about it but then in the actual moment you just get through it don't you there's something pop, comes up and then you just move through it and I remember my daughter unfortunately threw up all over me on a flight mm. and um you know, I was like, "Oh God, this was actually the last thing that I wanted to happen, obviously, so we were both covered, and um, you know, I had a spare set of clothes, I was kind of organized, but then I hadn't really considered." I'm like, okay, I'll get her sorted out in the seat. And then I had to walk down the plane, like, covered in sick because I couldn't exactly strip off yeah. <laughs> in my seat. Yeah. So, yeah, that was pleasant. And I also hadn't realised she'd put a sticker on my forehead <laughs> um, like, probably about an hour before. <laughs> like, just ended up walking down the plane. I was like, yeah, I know, I've got sick over me, but I think people were most interested with a weird squirrel sticker on my face. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. It's, it's all stories, isn't it? It's like, you know, it's memories and even if it is a nightmare, it's still a story to tell and laugh about afterwards, I suppose. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I remember there was like one time, I think it was, might have been on the way back from Switzerland, and um, our twin boy he's like always got really wet nappies because he drinks more and everything just tends to leak out much easier so he was in the carrier and he had been screaming and things on the way back and my co- my husband was just standing there with this beer like just looking so disheveled with the baby in the carrier. <laughs> and he just wet him inside the carrier I was like what are you oh. gonna do he's just like what can I do just let it dry in there's nothing I can do oh. We didn't have any more spare clothes. We'd been through everything. So we just needed to wait till we got to the airport to get more nappies. Um, we were nearly there, but it was just like, I remember just thinking, this is a mess. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it's, it's
0: yeah, it's sort of funny when you look back on it. it. Is, yeah, yeah.
2: You gotta laugh. You gotta laugh. Um, Karen, do you ever
0: miss, yeah. you, you mentioned earlier that you miss, sometimes you find yourself missing kind of like the simplicity of certain trips. Do you ever miss the simplicity mm. of home? Do you ever find yourself feeling homesick
2: yeah i think like we have home here if that makes sense so we've we shipped all our belongings here um uh, and we have everything like I, i i definitely miss friends and i miss having family around um but like for us this is the most affordable option as well Childcare comes into this decision as well um you know we can have affordable childcare here. Whereas I think if we lived at home, we couldn't do that. So, and it's allowing us to be at, to be at home with the children and afford to do that. Um, so it's a, it's a balancing act really. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I do miss those things, but I would have to probably go back to work to keep a family of all of us going. Cause I've always been the parent that's gone to work, you see, and my husband's always been the stay at home dad, but I'm having an opportunity to stay home with them now. And I kind of feel like the twins need that more than the older two. I don't know what it is, but they just seem a bit younger at their age. They were only four weeks early, like uh, they were born at 36 plus 5. So there's not a huge difference there. But I always feel like they seem a bit younger than the other two did when they were that age, if that makes Interesting. sense. Interesting. So I yeah. feel like I need to be kind of here almost, and they just yeah. seem a bit more small, I don't know. I
0: wonder if that's a twin thing, because my twins are the same. Like when I compare them to what my eldest was like at, at all different ages, she was definitely more like she was further ahead development wise and you know a bit a bit more capable of doing certain things her understanding was better I don't know if that is a twin thing or if it's just a coincidence
2: yeah I guess the other thing is maybe more time with that one child when they get more input from mum you know
0: um
2: that definitely that definitely was the case with my older one but even my son who's the second child obviously Still feel like he seemed older at that age. Mm. Also, size-wise, again, like I, I have really big babies, and you know, all my my older two were nine and ten pounders, uh, but the other two were obviously much smaller at birth, being twins. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know whether that's something to do with it as well. I, d- I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, and have you got any other places that you on your bucket list that you'd like to travel to with the twins and the and the family?
2: Yeah I mean we have at the moment we're kind of like working our way through our Asia bucket list at the moment. Um, we'd really like to go back to the UK and pick up our camper van that we spent like 18 months renovating. Obviously when we renovated it we didn't have all the seat belts in it or anything like that that we now need. That's a bit of a challenge and um, we need to think yeah. about how we can potentially alter us um we built it with double bunk but you know bunk beds and a, and a double so it's just not really I mean we could use the fold-out sofa that's available but like for long-term traveling in a camper van it's just you don't want to be folding things out every day
1: no you'd need quite a big um a big van for all of you now I guess it's so, it yeah, is a big, big one
2: it's just not really built and been sort of because everything was right custom made you know like literally my husband's been 18 months doing it pretty much all the time um, sounds amazing It's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Uh but you know, we bought it for off of uh eBay for like four thousand pounds and spent quite a bit of money on on doing it up. Um but yeah, it's just I'd love to get back to doing that because we did spend so much time and money on it that it's just ended up going into storage because of COVID. So it wouldn't be good to do that. Our plan was to drive through Europe with that and the kids.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My husband's Australian. So we're planning to go to Australia when they're going to be three and a half in December. So this is going to be like the first long haul flight we've done without any grandparents help or anything like that all by ourselves. So yeah, I'm just hoping they're going to sleep on the plane most of the way there. Um, yeah. But I was wondering if, I mean, I've, I know from my previous uh, travel experiences, it's best to have backpacks when you, as your hand luggage when you're trying to hold on to the twins as well. because you've got your hands free, you're not dragging a suitcase. Are yeah. there any other um, items that you find really useful when you're doing long haul travel with toddlers?
2: Yeah, I would say using also like small pouches within the backpack as well, so that if you need nappies or f- snacks or like spare clothes, whatever it might be, that it's easily grabbable. Because yeah. rummaging through a backpack, even if you've kind of kept it to a minimum, is always a nightmare, isn't it? Yeah, so just it having is. something quite easy to whip out, I would say, is is a good idea. That age as well, I love the Jack Kids Bed Bed Box, which is um yeah. like a ride-on scooter that so you can take them through the airport. You then don't really need a stroller um, in the airport anyway you could potentially check it in um, that then can turn into a bed for a long whole flight and it can be storage for some toys and things I don't know if you've seen that particular I
1: have yeah I'm really interested in them actually I just wasn't sure whether they would be a help or a hindrance I'm just imagining trying to carry a backpack twins and then their jetpacks yeah <laughs> so I'm just hoping that they would actually use them yeah um, I mean my kids become a
2: hindrance always use them to ride through the airport they does come a point when I don't know I've got quite tall my older two are quite tall even though they might not have been outgrown them age-wise height-wise they outgrew them at some point maybe a bit earlier than what we'd expected but they loved scooting on them through the airport and we could also pull them as well if they got a bit tired
0: yeah. um
2: the beds on the market is comfortable with some of the other ones on the market. So I guess if you're going to do, like, for example, a long haul night flight and they're not going to be interested on in skidding through the airport anyway, maybe you go for, um, I think it's called a flyaway kid's bed, which is a really comfortable mattress. It's really high quality and it kind of fills the legroom space and has a flat surface at the top that's full of air for them to lie on uh, um, yeah. throughout the flight. And I there's like three options on the market for this sort of bed uh, for toddlers uh, the jet kids as we've mentioned which turns into a scooter is probably the least comfortable one but it's still fine um and then you've got ones that are just a pillow that fill the legroom space but don't have the nice flat surface yeah. but this flyaway kids bed is the most premium comfortable one i would say um, but it, it does comes sound with- nice and not, yeah, it, it comes with a bigger price tag obviously but it's more i'll do anything
1: for um <laughs> some I, I sort of see flight uh, flight time sleep time as like free childcare in a way so i'll like pay whatever i have to to get some pace <laughs> yeah i guess the
2: only other thing with that is important you know to book the um the the what you call it the window seats to make sure that you're not going to like hinder anyone else's entry or access and not all airlines allow them but you know some of them do so it's worth just checking that as well before you purchase
1: Yes, definitely. And snacks, isn't it? It's all about having a massive bag of snacks.
2: Yes, I find a
1: big bag of Cheerios really helpful. It's helped us on all of our flights because they can play with them, put them in their little cars and things, and then also
2: eat them. Yes, (laughs) yeah. Anything dry is easy, right? Because they're not going to make too much of a mess with it, I guess. (laughs) What about
0: about activities-wise, Karen? So I always find having things like you know um, sheets of stickers are really useful because they can just stick them on the seat in front of them or on the window and then it's easy for you to peel them off is there anything else that you would recommend taking with you to keep toddlers happy
2: um have you seen those keep them quiet bags they're actually a uk business um, and they are stuffed full of loads of stuff now the only thing about them is that they are kind of plastic heavy Mm. um so that can be a bit of you know a turn off um but they are full of lots of different things including snacks actually um and lots of activities for the age of that child so they have them age and gender you can i think you can have gender neutral as well if you want um and you can have a larger pack or something if you're just going away for a weekend then you can have a slightly smaller pack for a smaller price tag but i've always found them really great um yeah, so they're they're fantastic, and it kind of keeps the price down actually because it's all bundled into one. Whereas if you were to buy each thing individually, it's a bit it's a bit more. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's a really good tip. So finally, Karen, what um, if if you had to give our listeners three top travel tips, apart from
2: the ones you've already given, what would they be? Uh, specifically for twin mums, I would say you know um, try not to overpack because you're already going to be quite laden down with precious cargo shall we say uh, and you need yeah. your ha- you need your hands basically um and i think for a smaller child you know like a, a toddler definitely have a carrier so that you can do like sleeps hikes whatever it might be on um easy to kind of get might be easier to get comfortable on the plane and things um and then i think some of the to- stuff we just talked about is um uh, activities and snacks but i have a little acronym uh, S A S sleep things to help them sleep things to uh, to keep them entertained which is activities and then S for snacks so that's a little acronym to help to remember what things to pack yeah
0: get your S A S sorted that's so good so I think help yeah S O S -S 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 um I think I think the whole having your hands free thing is such an important one even just for days out so I took my twins up to London the other day but. By myself, which there are four and a half, and I know Jen, Jenna is like, What can't imagine it? Like, no way. Karen's like, Yeah, whatever, like, good for you. <laughs> yeah. But Jen, Jenna <laughs> jenna feels it like that's a really big thing. I'd, I do them on the bus and yeah. the train by myself. And I had like my rucksack on in the back, which had like all of their bits and snacks and changes of clothes and anything they might need and water bottles. And then I had this kind of like little front pouchy bag for myself on the front, like a little sort of bum bag thing that I had, like, my phone and my keys and everything I needed. And it meant I had my hands free. And I felt like I'm this, like, super mum who's, like, bossing it. I've got everything I need
2: and my (laughs) hands free. It was, like, it's a really important thing, isn't it? yeah you know you're just saying about going to london though i don't think no matter where you go because people say i can't get out of the shop i'm like sometimes those smaller journeys are actually the more difficult ones Mm. um because you're less prepared aren't you for that sort of thing whereas if you're gonna go and do something big like you're so prepared for that situation or as best as you possibly can um so that you can nail it a bit better but yeah i mean i haven't taken the twins personally anywhere by myself yet. so (laughs) fair play to you for going to london i always have help so um yeah
0: <laughs> well Karen thank you so much for joining us today you have made me want to book a holiday quite frankly so job done <laughs> thank yeah. you well, I'm definitely
1: I'm going to be using all those long haul tips I definitely think I need to get one of those blow up beds for the yeah. train. the train plane I'm kidding <laughs> myself <laughs> thinking it's a train <laughs> it's a big big plane <laughs> oh it's so nice to speak to you today thanks so much
2: And you thank you so much <laughs>